Hey, it's Jessica. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I am at episode 43, if you can believe it. We've been on a little bit of hiatus, but I'm so grateful to be back. Today's episode is The Courage to Choose You, and I'm talking about how and why it matters to make yourself a priority. You are worth it. Remember that. Um, We talk about, in this episode, the cycle of courage and um, the four-step process that I created to help you make change of any kind and why it matters and why you deserve to choose you because you never know what will happen. This is being recorded at the peak, maybe not even the peak, but of the coronavirus. So we talk a lot about that or a little bit about that, and um, I just hope you enjoy it. Again, if you're um, following me on Instagram at Lives of Courage, I talk about um, my life. I'd love to see you on there. And then if you ever want to listen to this um, in a different way, to watch it as a video, I am now first up uploading these as Facebook Lives um, on my Facebook page at Lives of Courage, and then I'm converting them to podcasts. So here you go. You get this um, fun episode. I also wanted to say I have seven slots left for free coaching sessions in honor of the 50 people who shared their stories of courage. So if you're interested in that, go to jessicastong.com and you can sign up um, through my online scheduler. Okay, without further ado, here is episode 43. Thanks so much. From now on and then converting it to a podcast because I love a camera and um, welcome. I'm Jessica Stong with Lives of Courage. I'm so excited to be here. Um, As you know, I'm a coach for busy moms who know they want to reclaim joy and peace in their lives and will do so courageously and confidently and pursue their purpose and passion with my support. Um, I'm a coach, cognitive behavioral coach, and I know that what I do matters and what I do helps and I'm passionate about helping others. So I'm so excited to talk to you today about the courage to choose you, right? So I've been thinking about this a lot as it relates to like the year anniversary of getting sick with MS and another dear soul um, that I just respect um, getting diagnosed with cancer, and then really with this coronavirus uh, thing I posted on Instagram today about how we all have choices in our lives. And I don't get um, to choose to to fly right now. And sometimes I've had to do a lot of thought work around that, Um, you know, cognitive behavioral coach, right? I've had to think about what that means to me and not let that impact me. I had to do a training today um, that was supposed to be in person. I had to do it um, from a computer because what we know is because of my um, compromised immune system and um, things I take for that and what I'm doing, I have um, just just some challenges that I have to consider more so than other people, other healthy 40-year-olds. So I think about that as it relates to my kids being in school and around others that have traveled and what that means for me when, um, and really, really what that means for my family. So um, I just ask people to have grace and kindness during this time when we're all doing the best we can. We're all just trying to get through the Um, day and we're panicking and we're doing all these things, um, just 
be kind to yourself and be kind to others. But really focusing back on choosing you because we don't know what's going to happen next. I don't want to live in fear for the next MS flare. I don't want you to live in fear for what's going to happen next or what's not going to happen next. And really, we are bigger than the fears that hold us back. I can say that. But we have to have the courage to choose us, to choose and to recognize that we are worthy and beautiful and able and, and all the things that we know are true. I'm just so honored to be able to speak about this when last year, you know, just was going through some um, challenges. And here's what I know as a whole. We are chronically stressed, especially now. This, you know, I thought about this before the coronavirus really had hit America. And like, but we have been before. We're overworked. We're tired. We feel like we're trying to do it all. We just can't keep up. We're, we have so much on our to-do list and we don't even know where to start. We um, are doing it all at work. We're doing it all at home. Some of us throw in some executive function differences. We're trying to make um, things work at, at work and we're trying to um, make our family okay. And we're trying to have friends and we're trying to do volunteer things. And what if something happens? What if you get a diagnosis? What if you get coronavirus? Or what if you're quarantined even better? What if you're quarantined for two weeks or more? Like you might have diabetes or anxiety and depression. You might have a family member that gets sick and you need to take care of them. But here's the truth. No matter what happens or how stressed you are or we are, we get a choice. We get to choose our mindset. We get to choose peace. We get to choose joy, even when we're scared, especially when we're scared, right? And we get to choose courage in spite of all the things that are going on. Sorry, I never know. I'm, I'm trying to look at the camera, but I'm just so mesmerized while I'm talking to myself. I'm like one of those toddlers in the mirror, like looking at themselves, like, hey, girl. So I'm sorry. I'm really trying to focus on where I know I'm supposed to look, but... Just see myself. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I'm gonna focus. So I know I had like the worst case scenario happen. I couldn't walk, I was in the hospital. And the first furthest thing from my mind was choosing courage, right? And I had lives of courage and I wanted to give up. I wanted to, to be done. I was devastated. I was consumed by how this was impacting my husband and my kids. It was overwhelming. But then something, well, I know it was the cycle of courage. It was my four-step framework that I finally used on myself, right, as well. Um, I, I, I made the choice to get out of that. I made the choice to choose a different way of seeing what was happening to me. I made the choice for my health. I made the choice for my emotional well-being. I found a new way to deal with stress and overwhelm and things in my diet that didn't sustain me. I know it's cliche, but, but it's true. If we aren't taking care of ourselves, if we aren't choosing us, we, have, we cannot, we have no capacity for choosing other people. So I believe this is really where you do the real work because I'm not supposed to touch my face. When something comes up, and you're forced to make a decision, this is where we're changed.
Because I'll tell you, I didn't want to choose me. I wanted to give up because at the time it seemed easier. I didn't want to do PT and OT and all the things. I, I, I didn't, I was broken. And, and it feels like that we are broken by so many different things in life. We're broken by divorce. We are broken by, but here's what I know, that there is abundance in our lives. There is abundance in, a, in, in God, in a higher power, whatever we want to call it. There is abundance available to us. There is a joy available to us. There is peace available to us. So I've created a four-step, look, can't even do, rest my hands on my chin. I've created a four-step process to help you make real changes in your life that will tip the needle to improve state of being. Are you ready? It's called the process of courage and it's a psychological framework to make change of any kind. So I will tell you there are four C's because why wouldn't we do that? So um, it, there is commitment. So you make a commitment. You have to state it to create it. You have to name it to tame it, right? It's all the things. Um, I love a good commitment therapy session. Then there is connection. So you have to be connected to others. You have to be connected to yourself. You have to be connected to an high, a higher power. Really, it is being connected and knowing that you are supported in the process. Then we move to cognition. This is where we think about our thinking. We're looking at our thoughts, our emotions, our actions, our results. We can impact it in any area, but this is the process. We also make plans for when the going gets tough in this process. So we have commitment, connection, cognition, and finally, change. We know that action brings clarity. I used to be a change consultant, right? Change a speaker about change. People are afraid of change. They don't know what to do with change. We don't know how to make change, but the only constant in our life, right, is change. So this is what we do. This is the process that I walk everyone through. And you know, each step is a different step, but they all rest on each other. You go back and forth and you're stuck in one area and you have to, you have to make it work in all areas. So let's say you have blood pressure, high blood pressure. <laughs> we all, let me take a drink. We all have blood pressure. Let's say you have high blood pressure as I'm staring at myself drinking. Um, you're taking all the medications that the doctor says to you, look, you need to start exercising. Exercise should be a priority to you. So let's go through the cycle of change, right? Let's go through the cycle of courage and make a plan. One, you make a commitment to exercise. You write it down with how many times a week you're gonna track it, do it so you can track it. You know that people, wait, wait, no, thanks to Dr. Mitchell, we know, awesome female psychologist out there, we know that women, that people who write down their goals are 39.5% more likely to achieve them. I love psychological research, right? So why wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want to take, wouldn't you want those chances? So you write it down, you write it down. Now, with my clients, I have them write it down every day if possible, but as many times a week as they can, giving grace and understanding all those things. So you write it down. Then we, we look at connection. So you look at how you are connected to yourself, how you really like how you understand your motivation, who you're connected with that will help you make changes in your life, who will be there for you when you don't want to exercise. You include connection to God and to prayer, um, tell accountability partner your goals, 
thanks to Dr. Mitchell again, you are 70, when you tell an accountability partner, you are 70% more likely to achieve them. Done. Isn't that like, then you're there. But we know that they can't go like, yay, you did it. They can't pre-celebrate. You know, these are all the things. They have to hear it and say, I can't wait to watch you work on that. They can't, or your brain will think it's already happened. So there's so much with the brain gymnastics that go on when it comes to cognitive behavioral coaching. This is why I think it is so important to work with a trained coach. Um, anyway, uh, or a, a, there's someone who is trained because this takes work. And if you're willing to do the work, you will get change. You will do this change. Because here's what I know. We spend a lot of time, or maybe it's just me, I don't know. We spend a lot of time on courses, on self-help books, on reading, on the internet um, about how to change our lives. We think that change happens in 21 days. It does not. We know from functional MRIs when we can see um, change occur in the brain. Okay, so now we're at the third C, cognition. Maybe I should create a PowerPoint for this at some point, but that's up. Um, so we need to think about what thoughts do you need to have to get yourself to exercise? What thoughts about your worth? How much do you think you deserve to be healthy? What emotions are driving this? Is it fear? Is it overwhelm? Is it I, it could be a variety of things where all our brains are different. So it's your brain and we have to uncover what is stopping you, what obstacles, what limiting beliefs are standing in your way. So we are training your brain through positive rewiring. Boom. Done. Doesn't that sound fun? And then finally we look at change and what happens when you start to exercise and change? what goes on in your brain, what goes on in your body. You might have to change other areas too and what that means for you. So change and cognition really go hand in hand. And really, I want you to think about this. Like think about this for your own life or uh, my favorite one, and I'm going to do a whole um, Facebook Live around this and a, a podcast around this is you wanna start getting your life in order. What does that mean? You're, you're so busy all the time and you don't have time for anything because you're always taking care of your family, your spouse, everyone else. You're, you just don't have time to focus on getting organized. So the commitment, the first C would be making a commitment to setting 10, aside 10 minutes a day to organize something. You can have a plan for that. You have where you start. You commit to it, you write it down. We write down our goals, 39.5% more likely to achieve them. Then we have cognition. Nope. Then we have connection. We connect to ourselves through time thinking, writing, voice recordings. You're connected to a helper. You're connected to someone that will push you, a coach, your friends. You're going to be connected to someone, have that connection to fuel that, that the 10 minutes a day. You're gonna tell them this too. And then we look at cognition. So we look at your thoughts, emotions, actions, results. So what is fueling right now your inaction? What, what is the serving? Why, why are you still um, 
unorganized? What, what, is, what does that do and why? And then really looking at change. So we implement a plan, what that plan looks like, you've written it down, we do it for 66 days, behavior change, track progress, look for obstacles, that's what we do. So here's the activity and the homework I want you to do this week. I want you to think about what is one thing in your life that you can do to choose you. One thing, one thing that will tip the needle. I always joke, my own coach always says, what's your one thing? I'm like, I have 70 things. I choose, I don't choose a one thing, which is pretty funny. Um, but here's the one thing. We choose one thing as it relates to choosing us. So I want you to think about that. Think about, you know, it might be feeling more joy, more peace, having more time with your family. Is it your health? Just one area of your life that you wanna work on. It's leaving work early, I don't know. And I want to model and I want you to set commitment today. Okay, let's say you want to spend quality time with your family. This is how we will do this. This is how I do it in coaching. This is what we're going to do here. I want you to get a, a taste of what coaching is and how we hold you accountable and do the work together because you are not alone. You are never alone. And I, you can let my belief in you carry you right? You don't need to have the belief right now and the thoughts that'll fuel these. I will do that for you, but then you'll get there, I promise, once you're like, I can do this. So let's say that you're, you want to spend more quality time with your family. So you are going to write, I am 100% committed to, and then fill in the blank. So I am 100% committed to spending quality time with my family or fill put in what you would like to do. And I want you to do this. I care about this because blank. In this example, I care about this because my family matters to me and they aren't getting my best right now and all the things, right? So I am 100% committed to, I care about this because, and I do this by blank. So in this example, I do this by asking to work from home one day a week using a block schedule. I don't know. I'm just saying these things, which I think everybody should do. Planning my time, doing a weekly agenda so I know what pockets of time I have to work with my family, doing a shopping list, putting a stopping time at work so that I am home when I am home. It's really being intentional. It's really being consistent. So I want you to write this out. I want you to put it somewhere that matters. I want you to tell someone about this. How about this? If you are watching this in the Facebook Live, I want you to type it out in the comments. If you are watching this um, on the, or listening to it or watching it on the YouTubes, because you guys know I'm just so good at technology. Put it, email it to me. Here's my email. Are you ready? Stong, S-T-O-N-G, dot Jessica at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I want to see you. I want to hear you. I want to see you make these commitments because I know you are worth it. You are worth the time to choose you. 
You are. So do it today. Don't delay. You don't want to wait until it's too late. You don't want to wait until something happens. You are worth it now. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I hope this works. My first, um, like, technology run. So thanks for being troopers. Um, again, I can't thank you enough. If you have any questions, feel free, email me, um, send me a message. I am here for you. Have a great day. Stay safe. Kind. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if this has been so much fun to do, and I'm so grateful for your time and your support and all that you have just done for me in this experience and with Lives of Courage. I am so grateful. Um, if you ever have time or an extra free moment and you feel so moved, please um, review us on Apple Podcasts. It really matters in the, the podcasting world, and I'd be forever grateful. Anyway, um, I hope you have a great and courageous day. Thanks so much for listening.